Here, on Earth, the passing of a year can bring a marked change in weather and the surrounding environment. In spring, seeds take root and vegetation begins to grow. In summer, temperatures increase, flowers and crops grow in abundance. In the autumn, temperatures cool and plants begin to grow dormant. Animals store food and travel to warmer regions. In the winter, fuck the winter. Uve didn't make a game about it, so who the fuck cares? <laughs> Welcome everyone to Not Playing to Win. It's a board game podcast for Uwe Rosenberg fans. My name is Kate. With me as always is Sarah. I'm Sarah and I love Uwe Rosenberg. (laughs) Arizona. I'm such a whore for Uwe games. (laughs) (laughs) And back again, our official hype bitch, Olivia. Hello, I think I'm a bigger Uwe fan, but we'll find out. (laughs) I was going to say that it's not a competition, but like it kind of is. It's a little bit. (laughs) Oh, next in the Uwe over (laughs) the game of who loves Uwe Rosenberg the best. (laughs) If he created a game of that, I would totally play. And like, I would play, that would be the one game that I'd play to win. (laughs) It's a really, really meta game. Yeah. Uwe on Uwe. (laughs) It would have a lot of tiles in it, obviously. Obviously. So many tiles. There have to be sheep, I think. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Since I know we talked about before, Lowlands is the one game that, like, Uwe didn't design, but he gave it, like, his seal of approval. Because he's just like, wait, someone else is sheep? (laughs) (laughs) And if you guys haven't figured it out yet, we're talking about not just Uwe Rosenberg games today, but three specific Uwe Rosenberg games. It's a trilogy of sorts about the seasons, starting with... Spring Meadow, and then Cottage Garden, and lastly, Indian Summer. Who is pumped? I'm so pumped! Yay! Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> the first delicate flowers of spring herald the end of the harsh winter, while the sun shines longer every day, pushing the snow back. Lush meadows begin to bloom, and the curious marmots wake from their hibernation. Spring is finally coming to the mountains, making it a perfect time for a hike. (laughs) Spring Meadow is the actually the third released game in this trilogy of seasons. By the way, it's weird that it's a trilogy of seasons, right? Mm -hmm. And not four. Games Uve feels seasons. the way about winter that I do, apparently, where he's just like, let's just pretend that doesn't happen. <laughs> I feel like, let me praise him and then let me knock him down a little at the end and then let me praise him again because like, <laughs> I'm not I'm not prepared to be mad at him yet. Okay. okay. I'm not, I mean, I'm not mad except for the fact that oh, like, we could have one more game, game. Yeah. by Uwe Rosenberg yeah. and instead we only have three. But yeah. it's fine. It's no, fine. I mean, we've got like three patchwork games, but... But we couldn't fin- it doesn't matter. It doesn't do matter. matter. <laughs> anyway, uh this so this is the third released game of the trilogy, but we're putting it first because spring seems thematically the first is what we decided. Anyway, this is a game designed by Uwe Rosenberg. Um, produced by Stronghold Games. It's one to four players, and it says it takes 15 minutes per person. So in this game, you have a shared tile 
board um, where you put your little Tetrisy shaped tiles, um, which in this one have holes in them. And you put your, you have a little signpost that indicates the turn order and you move it along the grid so that you have a row to choose from of your tiles as it goes around. Um, and then you have your personal board, which is pretty much just a blank, white, snowy looking board with a, some decorative holes scattered about, which are you your... decorative holes. Yeah, yeah, you're a decorative hole, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> which are your marmot burrows, where your marmots come out from hibernation, and you are not allowed to cover the holes, which is something that's very different, I think, in this game versus the other games. You only... You can only cover a burrow hole by sort of sacrificing another hole (laughs) that you, for uh, points. So as you go, you cover up your spaces and you want to cover them from the bottom up because uh, when you score, you get to score um, all of the completed rows up to your second incomplete row. So all the completed ones and one of the semi-covered rows. Um, I really like the way that this goes from bottom to top. I do too. It's very satisfying to fill it in Tetris style instead of sort of like like, willy-nilly. Like, other than the fact that they don't like explode, it's like the most Tetris-like. Yeah. Considering Mm -hmm. that I always end up playing them kind of Tetris style, Mm -hmm. and this really works for me. Yeah. (laughs) I liked liked that a lot. It's different from the other games. It's like, each of these games, they seem so similar, but like when we just, we played all three of them in like one day, me and Arizona, and then we discussed like which one we liked the best and what we like liked and didn't like about each one and which one we would pick if we only got to pick one and it was so hard to pick because like even though they're all sort of similar they're all unique and interesting in their own way um and i things i liked about this one was like filling it up from the bottom up and also like the fact that you can't cover the marmot burrows was kind of unique to this one yeah you score when like, the row that you're on is down to zero or one tile. Um, and then when you score, you count all of those covered spaces, and then you also get an extra point for each burrow that's got, like, a hole, a tile with a hole over it. And then once you score those, you put your marmots inside. <laughs> there are little circular yeah. pieces that fit inside yeah. with cute marmots on them. And I love the, the cute marmots. Cute. I love them. There's one that's just the butt because it's going into the hole head first. And I like that a lot. Oh, yeah. The first time I played this, because obviously I never read the rules. I have the rules read to me. Yeah. I really thought Patty was calling them varmints like he was goddamn oh. Yosemite Sam. <laughs> them varmints. <laughs> like, I was so confused. I was like, Oh, wow, you got chased the vermins? The vermins. (laughs) Yeah, I'm only somewhat familiar with what a marmot is. It looks like maybe it's kind of a woodchuck type thing. (laughs) Before I looked at the pictures, I would have guessed it was some sort of weasel. (laughs) So I guess I learned something here. Anyway... Uh, you also can earn this Idlewise hiking badge when you, if you score the highest 
during each scoring phase, you get um, this Edelweiss hiking badge, which is kind of cool. Apparently, in Europe, if you're if you hike a lot, you can just like actually this is an actual badge that you earn. What? <laughs> yeah, it's like a a thing for really oh, cool European hikers. <laughs> Arizona, if you lived in Europe, you'd have so many badges. I know. <laughs> I read this. And it's like, I thought it was cool. Like I feel cool sort of disappointed that, that America doesn't give you a special badge when you mm-hmm. do enough hiking. It's true. You know, no. No. America doesn't Because I really like hiking, hiking, but I'd like it a lot more if I could yeah. earn a badge. Right? Yeah. A special yeah. badge that you get to pin on your thing so everybody knows yeah. that you're a fucking cool you're hiker. Yeah. yeah. Like Pokemon trainers get like their badges for completing like gyms <laughs> and stuff. It'd be like that. Yeah. Except like you'd open your vest and be like, look at all my cool hiking badges. I bet national parks have like enamel pins that you could get. You could get like an enamel pin for each national, yeah, national park that you've been to. Buying it. And then you can just have like a really it. fucking heavy like jean jacket with all of your national park, your national park things on it. <laughs> And obviously you're hiking in it, so each one is just, like, successively harder to earn because you're just, like, hiking all these metal bags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but um, that's pretty much it for this game. It's it's sor- it's pretty simple um, in effect, but I thought it was sort of challenging to fit your pieces. After- oh, and I'm sorry, I forgot about rocks. I forgot about the rocks. <laughs> How could you forget um, about rocks? So <laughs> as you put these um, tiles down, they almost all of them have like a single hole in them. And if you group the holes together, you then can earn a rock. So if you put two <laughs> holes next to each other, you get a one space rock. If you put three next to each other, you get a two space rock. And you're whole groups can can grow so like you've earned a two space rock this time but next time if you put another hole there you'll get a three space rock from the same group um and you can use those to fill in empty gaps in your uh in your spaces like if you left one empty so rocks they're important to the ecosystem maybe (laughs) I mean, it's definitely the most mm. thinky game mm-hmm. out of the three, in my opinion. Like you've you've really got to think about like yeah. for one, all of yeah. your holes. You got you got to think you about can your holes. You never forget about your holes. Yeah, and like you've got since you're filling the rows, you've got to think mm-hmm. of you know you like you want to fill that. I find myself continually stuck in patchwork mind thinking like I just need to have space for everything. So I'll like throw this one willy nilly here. And yeah, yeah, I put things too high up. I'm like, oh, it fits up really, really nicely up here on like row eight. Oh, but I still have a roll in in row two and I'm not going to make a single goddamn point. Yeah. And sometimes you have to like sacrifice making like a good whole group so that you can cover more rows and you feel angry about it. (laughs) I do find that. It is sometimes a little bit hard for me to switch back to that Tetris mind when I've gotten so used to that, like, patchwork or even Indian summer cottage garden mind Mm -hmm. of just I'm trying to fill this whole space eventually. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, no, I want to fill as many rows so I can get more points in the end. Yeah. I really, I don't know. I really liked this one. It maybe was my favorite of the gameplay. But it's really, it's really so hard to decide. Um, it's, it's like choosing between children. Yeah. And, and visually, yeah. this one starts as like a pretty blank white board. And then you slowly, like from the bottom up, are filling it with like green and like some flower, like some, they're not like big, nice flowers, but they're like little, you know, like 
yellow dots and white dots and rocks and marmots. Yeah, this yeah, this one's yeah. definitely it's like the greenest yeah, and not like, you know. Yeah, it's it's very green and it's like it takes oh, yeah, up your big, whole yeah. table. Just like your player mat and then like the mm-hmm. playing area with all um, the polyominoes. Yeah. My it might be my favorite gameplay, but it's my least favorite visually, which is sad. Yeah, same. Yeah. Same. Um, same. It's, it's so it was so hard to decide because like me and Arizona were like, which one would you buy if you only got to buy one? And I'm like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And it's obviously just best to buy all three. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so you don't have to obviously. choose. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's it for Spring Meadow. I guess uh, what was your favorite part of this one? Arizona. Mine's definitely gameplay for this one. Like we've stated, it's of the three, it was the most thinky for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I played this one. I played all three, the one player version. Um, this one, I... One player, I'm going to, of the three, I'm going to rate as the medium difficulty one player. Mm. I didn't reach what they consider the benchmark, I guess. Like, you know, if you reach this many points, then you're considered you did well for Mm. one player. But I was close and I felt like, oh, maybe if I do this again, I'll reach that. Like, I just at the last, like, second, I didn't quite make it. And the one player is very similar to normal game mode. It's just you're like going around by yourself picking yeah. the pieces mm-hmm. um so it's not like much different than normal game mode um but it really made me think a lot and i just i enjoyed the gameplay i enjoyed yeah. the amount of thinking i yeah. had to do with it the uh the score stayed really close for this one um more so i think than the other two too so like me and arizona were pretty neck and neck when we played which might just depend on who you play it with but I feel like, especially maybe like Cottage Garden, you could really run away with the score compared to somebody else. No, this um, this one is actually the kind of the weirdest for scoring because you just it's like best two out of three. Mm-hmm. Like you, uh, or I guess, oh, yeah, because right, I guess cause cause it's like so I fast. play only with Patty, so it's always best two out of three. It could go more rounds with yeah. more people, but you you score like each yeah. round, and whoever just has the most points that round gets the pin, and then it's the first person to get two pins. Mm-hmm. So like. Only, mm-hmm. like, brief yeah. chunks is the score yeah. mad or even. Yeah. But even then, like, the score for me in Arizona was so close getting the pin yeah. that, like, sometimes it was decided by who whose turn it was. Like, because mm-hmm. then you get an extra two like, points point. or something. Yeah. yeah. So um, it was always, the, only, it, the scoring was always really close for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this one's a lot less, like, um, Indian Summer, I feel like, it gets really swingy and sometimes has, like, huge point disparities. Mm-hmm. Um, or I guess that one doesn't even really have points, but, yeah. like who finishes first is like sometimes someone is so far ahead and this one yeah i think does stay a little closer Mm -hmm. kate what's your favorite part um (laughs) tatrising and also the adorable little signpost that like i really like the signpost it's cute yeah yeah olivia i think for me the marmots i they're honestly they're so adorable um and I also I just like the the mechanic of putting all of your holes next to each other to like gain gain more rocks because why not? Because the rocks that's the thing though is like again it's such a green game that like I want the rocks because it adds more texture to my board and I care more about yeah. what's happening on my sometimes board. Sometimes the than rocks have like a nice little you know sometimes there's like a mouse next to it or like a snake or something. Yeah, <laughs> so that's fun too. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, my favorite part is, I think, the gameplay is really good for this one. Um, and I do really like those cute marmots. Summer. The warmest season of the year, the days are long and plant life thrives. The scent of flowers fills the air and their colors beautify the landscape. It is the time for a cottage garden. You wrote that so good, Kate. Uh, I'm, I'm so proud of you. I tried. You I tried. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yes. I I'm feel like so you should be excited extra proud about this. You to write your own. <laughs> I did. They didn't provide. We didn't provide it yeah. for me. Why? Why won't you provide? If it- <laughs> you didn't mention the cat. <laughs> We're getting. There. It's. Yeah. I, I hand wrote my notes because I was writing them outside, and it is very big in the middle. Important colon kitty friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll never forget. So this is at least this is the first game of the trilogy I think that was released definitely that I played and purchased. It appealed to me extra just because of the garden theme because I love gardens and flowers mm-hmm. and it's so beautiful. Um so this game actually says that you are competing in the art of gardening. What a thrill. <laughs> um each player gets two flower bed boards to fill with different flowers which are those polyamino tiles. And then when it gets all filled up, you can exchange it for an unplanted one. You score by any visible flower pots or garden cloches to score points. And then important kitty friends can help you. They fit into the small spaces to help kind of fill those awkward spaces where you line stuff up bad. And then you can get more friends by crossing different score thresholds. And then the cats are super, super cute. Like there's several different little kitty arts. Like one's like looking up at you, one's like on his back being playful. They're adorable. The cats are really cute, but I get sad that like not all of my cats match a cat on the <laughs> on the game, so I can't fill my board just with my my personal yeah. cats. <laughs> also, having to like uh-huh. pick when you get to which pick one? a cat, like which which yeah. one? They're all yeah. I had so that problem. Good. I was playing this just today, and like I do it where like I use a cat to fill up my board, but then I'd cross the score threshold, so I'd get another cat. And I'd be like, oh, it would just be easier for me to just keep my cat. It's like, but there's so many more good cats. Yeah. yeah. I need to yeah. see them all. So thematically, does this mean, like, if you're competing competitively in gardening and, like, your garden's a little sparse, you could just, like, throw some cats in it and they'll yeah. be like, oh, that's a good garden. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, you only have, like, tracks, three flowers, but you have, like, six cats. Okay, so Arizona, think about when we're, like, walking around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You see a nice, like, front yard with some nice flowers and garden. Mm-hmm. What if it had a cat in it? Yeah. <laughs> it's better. a better garden, right? Yeah. It's just a better <laughs> yeah, garden. Yeah, Arizona, think that through. So the game board of this one that has the available pieces refills... From the garden path where you line them all up in a row. And the uh, the end of the garden path where you draw from is marked by a wheelbarrow, which is like an actual 3D wheelbarrow that you assemble out of punch board. And it's really cute. I love the wheelbarrow. And it can, it can hold your tokens. You can like put your flower pots in there or put some cats in there. <laughs> yes. It's so, so necessary. Love I love it. that wheelbarrow. Yeah. So you just go around picking different flower tiles. It's fun. It's a little less Tetrisy because you're going, you're trying to fill kind of your whole board and less in order. And also you have to work around the printed like flower pots and cloches because those are points. Like you're allowed to cover them up, but that's maybe not so good. 
This one's definitely the most beautiful. I just don't know. I don't know about that, Olivia. Because Indian summer is so beautiful, too. The flower, I just... I think thematically this one is my favorite just because I really connect to, like, the gardening theme. Mm -hmm. And, like, a lot of the hidden stuff makes me so happy. Like, there's, like... A little picnic table with, like, a teapot on it, Mm -hmm. and there's pumpkins, and it's so cute. There's a lot hidden in that artwork, and I think just the diversity of, like, the polyominoes. Like, you've got pink flowers, you've got purple flowers, you've got, like, yellow sunflowers, and then, like, these orangey flowers. It's just, I love it. this game has some, like, weird shaped pieces, too. It does. Yeah. Which is why they have to give you that garden umbrella, which you can, like, put on the board as a placeholder. So if you want to just, like pick up a piece and see like what the fuck is going on with it and if it fits on your board yeah. then you remember where to return <laughs> I have to I have to I have to play with my tiles before yeah. I place them yeah and I like the little beehive that you can get oh the beehive is cute <gasps> yeah. yeah yeah the first person across the like last score pointy thingy majiggy gets a beehive which is obviously very important because you get to be a badass beekeeper and you could have honey or I guess the first mm. person gets double beehives, so that means someone else can still get one. And I think maybe when you're playing two players, the rule is technically just like the first person gets one and the second person gets nothing. But obviously we do two and one because everyone deserves bees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean that in a good way because bees are good. <laughs> Not like attack bees. <laughs> <laughs> Which are now filling the United States. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah more or less that's cottage garden um what's everybody's favorite part i liked i played this so again i played this one player Mm -hmm. um this one was actually the easiest one player version in that i played it and i did really well according to like their score marks so like if you score this many points like you did a good job and i scored well over that many points and i made me feel really good about myself i was like yay i did so well and i liked how fast with one player went um it goes pretty fast with two or three or four yeah i played these with two and they go really fast because we patty and i played all three of these in a row Mm -hmm. and i was surprised like how much time it didn't take yeah i still had so much time to like nap in my hammock and play animal crossing (laughs) (laughs) yes they don't take very long and then this one with one player especially it went real quick and i felt like it had it was a lot of fun to play one player. I don't know. I really enjoyed that part of it. Mm-hmm. I think, like, Kate, thematically, this one is so good for me because it, like, encapsulates what I want out of my, like, lifestyle, which is to live at an in a nice cottage with a beautiful gar- garden filled with cats um and maybe some bees like that's like all i really want out of life (laughs) so like i like the theme so much for this one i will say one thing that i don't like about this one is that because you like exchange your board once you're done with it you never really get like a a lot of time to like just admire your beautiful garden that you made yeah you like immediately dump it yeah you're like oh i made this pretty garden yeet (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That satisfaction is, like, not – I want it to be there, but it's not there. Because the, the boards are so tiny, and you fill them up. It seems like it takes forever to fill up some because like you've got, one like, piece. that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, like, one square, and, like, you don't want to take a, a pot or whatever, and, yeah. 
I want to like this one. I want to like this one so much because, like I said, I think it's the prettiest. And I know that's just my opinion. But, man, it's so beautiful. But I don't – I like. I pretty much just like what Sarah said. I don't get that satisfaction of, like, f- getting to admire the progress and, like, filling things in and, like, finding the right thing that fits somewhere. It feels like it. you're constantly flipping boards and I get I – get, I don't know. I get tired of that. Um, and also, I, I never like games where you can, like, visually see <laughs> – how well everybody's doing because I'm always so far behind. I'm like sitting there going, oh, I'm losing. I'm doing so bad. But it's so beautiful and like there's so much detail in everything in this game and I, I, that makes me Maybe so happy. That just makes me so happy. Make another game that's thematically almost the same as as Cottage Garden, but you just yeah. fill up one enormous board with a garden. Yeah, one giant board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one giant garden. I would, oh man, I would play. Like, a part of me has seriously thought of, like, buying Cottage Garden, taking the polyominoes oh. out of it, and then, like, buying um, yeah. Spring Meadow, and then using, like, you know, just because I want I want Spring Meadow to be more beautiful, and I, I want Cottage Garden to fill up more space, so it seems I know. like... No, I want to I <laughs> somehow make them into my perfect Frankenstein game. Yeah. Frankenstein, yeah, Frankenstein it. <laughs> Before winter makes its appearance, a particularly warm fall bathes the forest in a golden shimmer. During this Indian summer, New England blossoms one final time. Treetops are ablaze with countless colors, a living rainbow with colors ranging from green to orange to red. The first leaves have begun to fall, and our steps, along with the diligent squirrels, rustle the colorful foliage. And with that brings us to Indian Summer, secondly released game in the puzzle trilogy, (laughs) the last one we're talking about, so it's a little bit, you know, difficult to understand there. Well, maybe he should have released them in, like... I, mean, I assume he had the idea for Cottage Garden first and then was just like, oh, wait, what if I did this thing? Yeah, I could do more. Yeah. <laughs> but in uh, Indian Summer, we are walking through the woods and we're collecting treasures, which are berries, nuts, mushrooms, and feathers. And we're trying to... S- they are, are good, good treasures. treasures. We're trying to see different animals before they go hide away for the winter, which is just... Adorable. <laughs> um, so everyone gets their own little board, um, and it's an eight by nine grid that's broken up into six different four by three sections. Um, the boards have some sections that are pre-printed with images of like berries, nuts, mushrooms, or feathers. And what we're doing is you're filling up the board with different leaf tiles, and the tiles have holes in them. So like ideally you match the holes with the pre-printed images cuz then like you can get that treasure like if you get the hole over the image of the nut you'll get that nut. Um you're grabbing tiles from your own personal supply which is like your backpack and there's also tiles that are in a circle around the board um that you get to take like with certain actions. Um and the treasures are different power-ups and each have different abilities, like either letting you place an extra leaf tile on your board or getting a squirrel, which is basically a single tile piece to place on your board to help fill up the space. When you make a section of holes line up in a particular pattern, you get an animal tile to place over it. So the animal tiles are super cute. There's 
a fox, a badger, there's some butterflies, some birds. Raccoons. I was raccoons. so excited to get the raccoons. raccoons last time. I was yeah. so excited. They're so cute, the raccoons. They're so cute. They're so hard uh-huh. to get. I love. Me out. But I just like. Yeah. I, just want <laughs> I love that all the animals are like looking up like you actually found them in the mm-hmm. forest and they're like they looking so up cute. at you. They're mm-hmm. like. Oh, hello. Because you have to get the holes of the tiles to line up. And, like, the the butterflies are so easy because it's, like, a yeah. three it's hard. by one tile. So it's just three holes lining up. Yeah. And versus, like, the badger is a two by two square, which you might think is easy. But then you look at the different tile pieces and it's, it's, it's not. not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And getting the animal tile over the holes lets you, like, retake the power-ups that you cover up, which is just good because just getting more and more of the the treasures or the power-ups just Mm -hmm. lets you do more actions and cover your board quicker. Because the game's over when someone fills up their board completely with, like, the leaf tiles and with squirrels. Um, It's one to four players, like all of these games, 15 minutes a player. Uh, This one, the one player is, I would say, the hardest. (laughs) Uh, what you're supposed to do is take, there's 75 tiles total, and you're supposed to take 25 tiles at a time, so you play three games, and you have 10 turns with those 25 tiles to fill up your board, which you might think, like, oh, how hard is that? Well, normally, if you play this game, you play way more than 10 turns, and just having 10 turns to fill up your one board is really really hard and I couldn't do it and they said if you don't do it two times you're not supposed to play three times but I was like no I'm gonna play three times (laughs) like a knee oh my god they punish you you know between all 75 tiles I'll be able to do it and I didn't and the closest I got is I had three empty spaces (laughs) one time and I was so close and I lost because they don't count a victory unless you fill up your board because then they're like well if you fill up your board and then you have leftover treasures then you get this many points and I'm like no. Aww. Leftover treasures. Do you pick from the certain size? Like, don't they have different sizes based on the color? Yeah, or so something like, there's like? green, orange, so and red leaf tiles. But it's, it's you're supposed to do it randomly yeah. when you play the one player. Yeah. You're just supposed to do it randomly. So you could end up All with, like, babies. a bunch yeah. of the reds and then, like, yeah. That would I feel be like very hard. And tiles, I don't blame you. you. Might come up with, like, I don't blame you for a set losing. Of tiles that literally cannot fill your board, was, right? Like it was right, right. Disheartening. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> ten. I want to play this one player now because that does enough, sound interesting. And like you, you'd have to get. I feel like the the key is to maybe like get an animal. Oh, super early. No, I saw. Mushrooms and feathers lets you place two tiles in one action. Mm -hmm. So I basically, Mm -hmm. you start with one mushroom. Um, I basically used a mushroom or a feather every single one of those 10 turns by getting like more of them and then like using them each time. And you still Still couldn't do it. it. Um, It was, and I got like an animal so I could get more treasure. And I used so many squirrels to fill in the little holes. And it was... And you're the queen of solo yeah. gaming, so I'm so, yeah. I'm sad. No I know, right? But maybe it's just me. Maybe yeah. But like I feel like it would make me so mad just, if I, I like played it three times. But also, is the problem that we're again stuck in like patchwork thinking and like 
sometimes I think that's like the the one disservice that I have to myself yeah. is that I play patchwork mm-hmm. all the time, mobile, you know, and then like I try and play one of these and I'm just like, wait, how how does it not patchwork polyominal yeah. I mean, game work? Possible. Like, how do you do this? This one is really hard for me to wrap my brain around sometimes too, just because there's so many little treasures on the ground and it's like literally impossible to get all of them. But like, I really struggle placing a piece if it's oh, going to yeah. like not let me earn it. Like, Cover it up solid mm-hmm. so that I don't get Even it. Even if it's just a stupid... Mm-hmm. And so I have this weird hodgepodge thing where I've gotten the treasures, but I'm not actually completing yeah. any zone. Yeah. If it's just like a blue yeah. berry, I'm like, yeah. it's just a stupid berry. Berries aren't even that great, but like I'm covering it up and yeah. that's not good and I shouldn't be doing that. It made me really angry to like have to wait a super long time to get the right tile to put in a space that was going to allow me to get so many like more treasures back from it because like you know you don't get the treasures until you fill the grid the like the smaller grid and like sometimes you're waiting for just like one piece that's perfect to like fit in there but it's not in your backpack Mm -hmm. it's probably not in your partner's back or like your other player's backpack it's somewhere in the circle of tiles but it might not be close enough that you can get it even if you have like that mushroom or that feather and i just sometimes it made me so angry (laughs) the funny thing is this is my favorite one it's the one that i own um but i I, understand i understand all your anger i just find it satisfying Mm -hmm. that like you still feel good during the game Mm -hmm. even if you're not playing well like you're you're still getting berries and you're getting little critters and like you might not have filled your board in the end but like you got something out of it and i i don't know this one has the best art for Mm -hmm. me because of like the animals Mm -hmm. and all the treasures and the leaves and i just love fall and it makes me feel like it's fall and i want to take a happy walk i I love the theme of this one and i think that like wins visually for me over Cottage Garden just because you get to keep your board finished at the end so you can see how pretty yeah. it looks at the end. Yeah. My only problem is that I end up, like, with too many of one of the, the same color, you know? Like, I end up with too many oranges. So, like, half yeah. my board is orange mm-hmm. and there's, like, a green and a red yeah. here and... um but like I get why they're color coded and everything. But it's so it is still you know, so beautiful. It's colors, so beautiful. That probably happens to me too. But I will say as a whole, this is I yeah think that this is the prettiest for me. I love the leaves. I love the little animals. They make me so happy. The fox is my favorite. He looks up at you. The fox is so he's so good. happy that you found he's him. So happy. It's like oh the raccoons God. are my favorite. <laughs> I love those. I love also, those coons. I do also love the badger. <laughs> Because, like, normally, like, a real-life badger, like, it's... Rip your face off. Yeah, rip your face (laughs) off, and it's terrifying. But this badger (laughs) is so plump and so happy, and he's just like, I'm a friendly badger. I'll be your best friend. (laughs) He wants, like, little head scratches. Makes me happy. aren't there hedgehogs, too? Oh, yeah, there's little hedgehogs. Oh, yeah, I love the hedgehogs. So, yes. This one, for me, my favorite thing is the art, and I do think it's the prettiest. Like I said, the, the one player was very hard for me and it destroyed me i feel like the two more player of this one is really hard for me too i just i love this one but i struggled it was challenging like i played it today with patty and he kicked my ass (laughs) like he was like oh i win i was like wait i thought we had like 10 turns left i think this one was (laughs) like i just maybe the uh, most challenging (laughs) for gameplay but it wasn't my favorite favorite gameplay because 
I don't know. I think it's because the tiles, you can't get the tiles that you want, right? Like, because you have to pick just from your backpack. Or, like, if you have a power-up, you can pick from, like, two, like, specific tiles that might be on the path or in your partner's or your other player's backpack. But, like, you can't always get a tile that you need, even if it's, like, you can see it, but it's too far away. <laughs> That infuriated me. Maybe because I've played so ca- – like, I I played it pretty casually. Like, it was very much just like we we were on a hike and we were looking at the leaves and everything was very chill. Uh, maybe it felt a little bit easier to me. But I love – my favorite thing is the power-ups. I like being able to add something else to a polyomino game that's not just like – lay down these shapes and then you're good and you get points but like it's still thinky and that you're like trying to lay them down strategically and get some nets and i think this is a good i love that this one's good balance between theme like and visuals and gameplay yeah so i Mm -hmm. it might be the one that i would choose to buy if I was going to choose just one, mm-hmm. which I am not, because I, I want all of them. <laughs> I only no. own one Don't right do it. now it's Spring Meadow, but I'm very sad that I only own one, and I'm seriously considering buying yeah. Cottage Garden and Indian Summer. Like, do yeah. it. Do like, it. before quarantine's over, I'll probably own both of them. Yeah. Just... Just saying. Yeah, when I had only Cottage Garden, I was like, is it even worth getting the other ones? Like, should we maybe get one? I remember thinking yeah. it was so and stupid. We just got both, and it's like, Yeah, I remember it. thinking it was so stupid that they came yeah. out with all three of these games when they're so similar, but then I actually played all three of them, and I'm like, oh, but they're different, and I want them all. <laughs> it's yeah. just like how I was like, why does Patrick Doodle exist when there's already Second Chance? And you know what? I yeah. bought Patrick yeah. Doodle, even though I already own Second Chance, <laughs> and I different. have no regrets about it they're because different. they're different enough that I enjoy Sometimes both of them. I want to play Second Chance. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I want to play Patrick Doodle. Which, if you don't know... I only have Patrick Doodle, and I, like, yeah. really want to play Which, if you don't know, those are both also <laughs> yeah. And they're almost <laughs> the same. Yeah. But... They're different enough. They're all, yeah, it's somehow all the same, but all very different. Yeah. I will say, as an other note to Uwe, I have probably played Patchwork at least four times today on my phone. I'm surprised it's not more. (laughs) I know. I mean, I end up playing it like 20 times just because like I'll turn the TV on and not really want to watch it, but want to play. So I'll play it a couple of times in a row and then like it's, I gotta stop. There are no rules during quarantine. You can play as many times as you want. I find it hard to play regular <laughs> patchwork, fair. like, with the board, you know, because I'm too used to playing it on my phone. Mm-hmm. I've also changed the theme on my phone, too, so it's oh, not like... Oh, the there's different yeah, there themes. Yeah, you could get, like, different different <gasps> colors to the... Um, Olivia? Yeah. Maybe I need You're to get this You're blowing my mind. Isn't there a dinosaur one? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, there's a dinosaur yeah. one. You guys didn't oh. know this? Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. Okay, yeah, no. Purchasing app. That's the, the digitized one. I'm not sure if there's multiple. I like the but, classic, yeah, personally. Yeah. I'm downloading the app right now. I don't know. Like, my only problem with patchwork, like, base regular patchwork, I've really only played the actual game, is I don't really like the fabric yeah. choices that they I know, made me too. those little quilt tiles. Yeah, so, I know. I'd like them to do like a a, a second chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remi- you know like what I mean. Pretty. Like second chance yeah, is second beautiful. Chance is so yeah, so they, I mean, because they have Patrick Doodle and Second Chance that match, they need to do that. 
do the second chance with the tiles to match Patrick OG. Yeah. But also, let's get into the fact that we've got three seasons, but there are four seasons yeah, in this What world. would you like to see? Where's my winter theme? Like, where is it? I want we it. I need it. have beautiful snow-capped pine trees. Have you guys seen the Carcassonne no. winter-themed? Actually, I don't think I have. Um, it's like, mm-hmm. I think it's just Carcassonne winter edition. So it's just like... I mean, like, they've got a million editions, but it's like a blue, it's like a light blue oh. and it's, you know, snowy. Yeah. And I want that. that would be I really need that You know, this. like an Arctic theme or something with, like, penguins and ice or something oh. for winter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, if he did Spring Meadow, which was basically just grass, he could they do say some snowy. Sort of they snowy say this is, like, a complete series yeah. already with mm-hmm. three, but, like, I want <laughs> I know, I'm more. Obs- can I okay, cover my ears please. and just go la 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 and podcast and give us one more? Yeah. And- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go to Ger- I think he's German. Let's go to German. I don't even know. I- yeah, let's go find him and let him know. Yeah. I'm sure he's already heard it from mm-hmm. also, fans. Like everybody we said it. We previously said this, but like on other episodes of our podcast, but like apologies if it's not Uve. I assume that it's pronounced Uve because of it being what I presume German. It is, for sure. Okay. Is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, I, I mean, like, I'm sure. Yeah, that it is. Right. No, it is. Because that would that would be very awkward if we've created this just entire been, podcast. And, and it's just like, been, Uwe or like, something. Yeah, this Uwe. entire podcast is secretly just about us being the cult of Uwe. I mean, really awkward if we just, like, <laughs> I just want to make sure. Because, like, <laughs> you know, I just assumed, like, the W was, like, a V. But, like, I never have heard other people say his name, so like you guys told me this is how to pronounce it, and so if you're wrong, yep, that's it's that's not what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I watch Good. I watch way too many videos. Good job, Olivia, for watching you. videos. Yeah. I don't yeah. watch videos, so for watching I'm all the board game videos for that's you. That's your job in our friend group. That's why you're a hype bitch. Yeah, yeah. I've got to get yeah. the hype. Yeah, I've got I've got to get the hype to you somehow. But yeah, I'm mildly upset because I know that if he did come out with a winter edition, I'd buy all of them because I'd have, have to, to have, I'd the have set, to complete yeah. it. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I've tried to not be a completionist, but. Yeah. Like if they if they yeah, announced yeah, the winter yeah. edition, I would like pre-order it. Sight yeah. unseen. <laughs> they yeah. just have to be like, Uwe, winter, Thailand game. Be like, here is aren't you already money. just like anytime it's Uwe, Done. aren't you just giving them your money already? <laughs> It's really mm-hmm. tempting. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> What's yeah. that you said? <laughs> what was that new one that you showed us, Olivia? The Uve one with all the bits. Oh, the ones that the one that's coming out today. It's not the zoo no, one, right? The other one. It's the other one because there's the zoo one that's coming out, and then um. Oh my god! What is it? But it had like a whole bunch of bits, and I think some of them were. Sheep, I thought that there were sheep in it, because like, I remembered correctly. Yeah, yeah. But now I need to know because it's gonna bother me. Hollertau. Hollertau. Oh my god! I'm probably I'm probably screwing that up. But yeah, the next one, um, and it's coming out in 2020. It's called. It's got sheep. Hollertau, and it's got a bunch of bits. One to four players. It's got so many oh, bits. That it's about one. Yeah, beer. The beer. Like, that one. That's. What- I was like, I knew yeah. there was something else I was excited about about it because it was Uve yeah. and beer brewing. 
and sheep. And Why are there sheep? sheep? And there's <laughs> sheep in there. Somehow he's not sheep. I didn't know what? sheep had anything to do with beer brewing. So I'm excited <laughs> to learn about the correlation. Yeah. I'm assuming it has to do with like collecting the hops or something. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure yeah, that yeah, it has to do with like wheat fields or. I'm excited think, to learn. I think Uwe just will use any excuse to put a sheep in a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I imagine him at home just like googling like what what other uh, jobs do sheep's have, and then like oh okay that's gonna be my next theme for the board game. I'm just maybe one day he'll make a game somewhere. where it's just like all the tiles are just sheep in like different positions, and then you arrange them on your board. Oh my god! <laughs> you fill you fill the empty game. holes with sheep dogs. But I would buy that game. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> you need to get on his team uh, why do we like tiles so much and like oh, tiles I love ti- I love what's so satisfying about filling up a board with just the right shape I of tiles I feel like maybe it's partially like the Tetris training Yeah, you know we were indoctrinated young with Tetris yeah but like if you think if you think in like human history, you know, we've always had like puzzles or so there's something, there's something Have you ever wired just seen in like our a brain thread on like the internet that's just like things perfectly fitting into other things. Yeah, I love that shit. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love yes. it. <laughs> yes, I need that. There's like, and I think it started, I'm trying to like think back to my board gaming history because the, the first few games that I really enjoyed were Caverna and then uh, Carcassonne. And Carcassonne had that, like, satisfaction. They were just squares, but it was, like, satisfying to, like, find the right square to fit somewhere. Um, and then Uwe yeah. came along in my life <laughs> at a time yeah. when I needed him most and gave me all of these po- – like, I – this – this is – this is, these are They're the good. games Olivia, I have you played Isle of Cats yet? No! Sorry. I am – I'm very upset. Like, I almost yeah. bought it, like, right before we went into full quarantine and they, like, shut down businesses here in Chicago. I was like, I got to make a stop at the board game store real quick and make sure that I spend a, a crap ton of money. Um, and I almost got it. And then I was like, I'm still stuck in this, like, no, but Sarah has it. Do I really need to buy it? And we might I never like, see each other again. You're hours away. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I do the same thing. It's like, oh, yeah. Sarah owns yeah. I Love Cats. I'll get yeah. to play it eventually. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I really want to play that game because I've heard it's good. I mean, it's got good it's got tiles it. and it's got cats and it's just mm-hmm. great. I love it. <laughs> I love so much that you showed me that picture where the box lid is actually. Oh like, yeah, yeah. this cat here. Last time we yeah. played it, a cat didn't yeah. sit in it, and I felt betrayed. It's a big box. It's a big box. They will try to fit their Those little cats fat bodies into any boxes. box, yeah. Olivia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll send you a picture with Henry in uh, our box if I can ever get to we'll it. We'll be playing some I'll, tiny I'll game. Like, I was like thinking patchwork or something, and they try to put their body in. I, I know this is blasphemy, but if Gen Con doesn't happen, Shh. I was like, maybe we could do like Olivia, a board game exchange. Don't, obviously, if Gen Con doesn't happen, which it will, but if it doesn't, Obviously, we'll do something else. Let's Olivia, don't talk about it. Anytime I see yeah. the like, word Gen Con, it's gonna happen. It's I gonna panic happen. now. Yeah, I know. Anytime I get a notification that says something about Gen Con, I'm just like, oh my god, do I even want to look? What if they cancel Gen Con? <laughs> so far, yeah. they haven't. It's been a lot of stress in my life. <laughs> but I need something to look forward to 
Mm-hmm. I just need something. Yeah, you know just, what I mean? That'll be just that's know a different that podcast. One way or another, oh. we'll have gaming happiness mm-hmm. in our futures. Yeah. Oh, we've been we've been working on plans for uh, VikingCon yeah. 2020. So mm-hmm. don't you worry. Maybe we'll have to have <laughs> UveCon. <laughs> <I'm> s- yeah. <laughs> I. What if what if we get like an invitation in the mail, like VikingCon 2020, with special guests, and like we don't know who it is, and we show up and he's there. I would weep. <laughs> I would weep. He's never done a Viking game that I know. He has for, right? for Odin. <laughs> Wow! Oh, God, shit. Oh, wow! Viking of games. Wow! He did, Are you he even did a real Viking fan? Are you? <laughs> Get out of our podcast! <laughs> My mind is so stuck on like gardening right now and like floral games you that I've forgotten. Are you a Viking fan? And you aren't a Viking fan. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine take take the crown away from me i'm so no no one cut that from no no one can know your shame is gonna have to be public because i'm still working a lot of overtime oh. and the editing on this episode is going to be minimal <laughs> okay i knew that like my brain, here's where my brain went. My brain went from all of these games to like Caverna Agricola. And then I think I went to Lowlands and I was like, but Lowlands is in Uve. So it, that one doesn't count. And then I thought of Glass Road because I really want that one right now. And I forgot and I'm <laughs> depressed and I'm yeah. going to go play it now. You, you have to atone. <laughs> yeah, I do. To Uve and Odin. Okay, Olivia. That sounds like you and I should tabletop simulate Feast for Odin. It's the only Oof. way. Oof. Yes, please. That's yes, such a game right. to do on yep. Tabletop okay. Simulator. I just feel like. Well, that's why Arizona and I played it with Patty and we just did it like on Google Hangouts because mm-hmm. we both own it. So like she set it up and we set it up and we just be like, oh, yeah. I took this piece. Take it away from your supply. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot oh, yeah. easier. Yeah. <laughs> it, like it sounds like it should. I like, wonder. Not having to use your mouth to be like, I'm picking up two rock tokens and a tree token. <laughs> like, yeah. I wondered if that would be an easier way to play. I've seen like people on the Wingspan Facebook group who are like playing Wingspan with their family members and like each own a copy oh, or something that like might that. Work. And they're just like, yeah. And they're just like telling people like, remove this card. I got this card or something like that. Or like if a double card came up, they were like, honestly, yeah, I, I wouldn't even like care that. if like two people had the same bird. Like, Everyone has a raven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say if everybody got a raven, that would be. Yeah. Um, it would be finally fair. <laughs> Anyway, you guys, you guys want to rip just real fast through the big board of board games? So the big board of board games is, as always, just our list of games and how difficult they are, how heavy they are, as, as voted on boardgamegeek.com. So this one I feel like can be pretty quick. So I'm just going to let you guys know two of these games are an exact Mm. tie and one stands alone. Which one stands alone? I'm going to guess Indian Summer and Spring Meadow probably. Yeah, is Spring Meadow and Cottage Garden are the tie. No, I think Olivia's right. Oh. Arizona's oh, right. Fuck you, Arizona. Damn it. I'm so, I'm sorry for you. For so your Cottage me, Garden Sarah. and Spring Meadow are tied at a 1.89. 1.89? 1. Oh, that's oh. so what? low. Well, it's above Splendor. That's so and low. Like, at the low parks. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. No. So is Indian well, Summer then, I would guess, is higher than those, right? Y- okay. Yep. For sure. It is. I 
I thought this was fair because Indian Summer to me seems like the hardest one. Um, so it's yeah. sitting at a 2.17. Big, okay. big. That's fair. I like that. Boy. Yeah, 2.17 feels so that's where more those right. Sit. For these games, but feel insulted for yeah. I think that the, big, the the other ones yeah. could maybe be a little closer, but I kind of like how those mm-hmm. two tied and Indian Summer was harder. So. Yeah. So there you have it. Fall is the most difficult season. I mean, it is because we got the like yeah. looming yeah. Once power he adds winter. winter you know, like, it'll blow them all away. Yeah. It's gonna we'll top never we'll Froden. never know if winter is hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell us, Uve. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Any any closing comments on these games? Your favorite Uve oh, game? Well, everyone should say what their actual favorite Uve game is. Probably right. Yeah. Yeah. Like their your overall f- favorite? Oh God. Yeah. My your overall favorite number one even- favorite Uve game. Well, I clearly can't <laughs> say a feast for Odin anymore, or else I'll make an idiot of myself. Um, somebody else go. Have to think about it. I mean, mine's That's a, a feast one. for Odin. <laughs> My first one that I was yeah. introduced to was Agricola. It was one of my first games that I was like introduced <laughs> to, but it is a feast for Odin. Yeah. Just the amount of times I've solo played a feast for Odin, it's my favorite. My favorite is Second Chance because I'm a weenie <gasps> and I like easy games. Like I can play Second Chance like four <laughs> times in a row. <laughs> No, I mean I do really appreciate Second Chance for that, and I'm starting to feel that way about Spring Meadow because just like when I play it once mm-hmm. and when I play it again, I might even yeah. attempt to play it solo, which is unprecedented <laughs> territory for me. So like I definitely have huge respect yeah. for that game. But yeah, A Feast for Odin is just obviously a special game because normally I don't like big beefy games, but I fucking love A Feast for Odin. And I will feast all the time. I mean, I I want to say A Feast for Odin, but I can't. Um I'm just gonna appear I'm gonna I, I can only list like a million games in my brain. Caverna pops in next because that was like the first game that I understood as a game. Like I was so do you oh, guys remember how yes. confused <laughs> I was with board games? I my god, I think I ended up in tears at some point. It was very hard to understand. You and how Aaron games were work. so and like then you guys wanted to play games so bad, but you couldn't fucking listen to any of the instructions. <laughs> <laughs> It was, yeah, no, I, Wait, I struggled that's so hard. I and then, now. like, Aaron tried to teach us. <laughs> yeah. But, like, at some point, Aaron and I separately played Caverna. And, like, I, like, it was, like, stars in my eyes. I understood how <laughs> games worked. And it was very, like, it, it all made sense. And so, like, I love that one. But it is a big, beefy game. So, Cave versus Cave ends up, uh, popping in my brain because that one's like a smaller easier version of that and i really enjoy that game it's like how agricola is big and scary but i really like all creatures great and small the little like baby yeah yeah i really like that and i also just like you can bring that with you on vacation and play like a beefier version of a game but that's tiny it's hard to already listed three so (laughs) i know they're they're all very satisfying and like soothing for me because they're not I don't do you guys know of any game that like he's made that's super aggressive and like someone's gonna I mean, murder you you know what I mean like it's, it's there's no blood rage there's true. no you know I don't have the blood rage and that's what I love about that's what I love about Uve is that I just I feel good <laughs> he makes me feel good about myself oh I feel like I need to just put like a runner up to Lahav because Patty got that before quarantine started yeah, and I really I like one. it Really like Lahav. <laughs> Build your that cute little French fishing town. Adorable. I like his themes too. Uh, Glass Road is a good one that uh, is older, but I've ne- hadn't heard of until recently. And like, I really want to buy that one. I've heard that one's really good. But, oh, 
I want them all. I want them all. Yeah, I do want to play all of these. I feel games. like we should maybe actually have like an Uve Uve Con. Yeah. I think we joked or about that last like year, but it's of very Uve serious. When it's we very play serious. every Uve yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. So many games. So many sheep <laughs> and beans. Oh my god, yeah. Bonanza 2 is so much fun. <laughs> that game is so much fun. And that's like wildly different you than gotta like a stop polyamino. You oh listed every god, game. I, <laughs> I did. I'm sorry. I basically listed. Well, to be fair, I actually don't like Agricola very much. Uh, it's a lot of sheep breeding and, and stuff. So just, there's that. Agricola just stresses me out because it's like too real. Star- and, like, starvation. Oh God, how am the I gonna like, starvation? Yeah, is... like how am I gonna provide yeah. for my family? The yeah. only way we can even continue yeah. is if maybe we pop a baby out so they can start, so they can work <laughs> on the farm too. And I'm just like, Ugh. that's what the hope is. You hope that you can have a baby yeah. so that you can have them work, and then it's just really another mouth yeah. to feed. But no, no. See, this is why I don't like this one. I no. love it. I love that feeling that you're gonna yeah. just lose and everyone's gonna. Suffer. Yeah, so all of them is my answer. Sounds then good. I guess we ended up okay, on that. It's official. Good. All Uve games are the best Uve <laughs> game. All good games. Yeah. yeah. And everyone should just uh, get out of here right now and go play one. I don't care which, mm-hmm. just go do it. I love Uve the most. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, hold on now. We can all love no. Uve together. Can I get an Uve tattoo? Is that weird? Like an like an old school okay. like heart with an arrow through it that just says Uve, where it would you mom? Yeah. It just says Uve. Well that I was just straight up. Uh, we'll think about that. Someone yeah, come we'll up with an idea. It. Someone come up with an idea and send it to me and I'll add it. Because I've only got one board game tattoo and I think more. more. Alright, that's uh all for us today, I guess. So check us out on Twitter and Instagram at notplayingtwin. Send us an email, notplayingtwin at gmail.com. We would love to hear your Uve stories, your favorite Uve games, and your um, Uve tattoo ideas. Um, our blog is notplayingtwin.wordpress.com, and check out our subreddit, r notplayingtwin. Um, until next time, go play some Uve games. Bye! Do it. Bye! Not playing to win. <laughs>